you've been looking for a podcast to help you transform your physical and mental one that'll shoot you straight between the eyes with truth and no bs helping you have the right mindset to accomplish things the iron will and fortitude to follow through with what you say you're going to do no excuses Mark owns martial arts schools, and after 30 years, he has some real insight for real talk, real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, live from the Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox. There we are. We're live. Good morning, Laura. How are you? Well, good afternoon to you, but good morning to me. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Good. Really good. Been excited about this. We've got to catch up a little bit off off camera, get to know your family a little bit more. So I'm looking forward to having an hour with you and exploring what it is you do and how you make a difference in people's lives. Welcome to the show Beyond the Mat. And let's just get started. I'm going to introduce you a little bit with your bio that I want you to go ahead and expand from there what you'd like to other people to know. And we'll we'll dabble into what we get to talk about. We'll have a little bit of virtual coffee, even though I'm not drinking coffee this morning. Neither am I. <laughs> so, so, so who I have on my guest today is Laura White. She is an inspirational speaker, a business strategist, life coach. She is also a leadership coach, speaker, and trainer with John Maxwell's team. She is the author of two books, The Prosperous Coach, Walking in the Wisdom on God, and an anthology to Master of Marriages. For the past 12 years as a speaker, business and life coach, and life skills expert, Laura has encouraged, equipped, and empowered women to make more money online and be more successful. Laura's passionate approach to coaching empowers you to discover your your purpose, why, and what in life moves you beyond your limits, beliefs, to a winning mindset. Helps women in business to excel and create more success. Create a space for more women entrepreneurs to make more money in their online business with ease, and simple strategies without ads. So it sounds like you're with empowering these our, our women of today. So let's go ahead. What else do you have to expand on yourself, Laura? Oh my goodness. You have quite a resume. <laughs> yes, and I'm a knowledge junkie. So I love to get certified in so many different things. So of course, with the John Maxwell, I'm also certified through the Y Institute. So helping people figure out their why, their what, and their how, because that's really who you are, the foundation and why you do what you do. And then I'm also certified as a life coach through the AACC, which is a segment of the AACC because that's counseling. They have a segment for coaching. And then um, also church leadership, uh, things like that. So I just love being um, working in the mindset and really diving deep into how I can be better and how I can help people better. I've done TV, radio, I've been in magazines, you name it, I've done it. I've been on stages, summits, conferences. I just love to get out there and get my message across to really help women to really have a voice, to expand their horizon, be an influencer and a world changer because we all wanna leave a legacy. And I want to help you get there and do that. That's awesome. So let's let's we talked a little bit 
and you told me that you come from a big family. This is where kind of the start of how how your life has just kind of gone on and on. So let's let's dabble into let's tell everybody how many brothers and sisters you actually have. Okay, I have there's nine in the family, seven kids. I am the oldest daughter, middle child, and I am who I am today because of that. You have to learn how to really communicate and get along with each other. So it's amazing how mom and dad had seven of us and we're totally all different. We all communicate different. And I learned at an early age really how that works. And it helped me in my sales. Before I became a coach, I was in sales for 25 years and I was good at it because I started it at home. But uh, yes, we're all very close, so close that we're all on, I was going to show my cell phone, that we're all on a text message, nieces, nephews and stuff. I did lose both of my parents years ago, but we're all so close and we all get together probably about four times a year and we're all over the United States. So um, I just, I love my family and um, we're very close. So you also told me that a lot of things that you did. And then you said you had two younger siblings that you've actually helped raise. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So even though I was the oldest daughter, middle child, I had a lot of responsibilities. I didn't have a normal childhood like everybody else because I had to help raise my two younger sisters who are five and seven years apart. But I grew up so fast because I had to help them. Plus, being the older daughter, there was a lot of responsibility on me. I was telling you earlier, and this is this is cool to share with everybody else, that I remember at the age of 13, 14, knowing how to do everything. I told my husband, I'm, I'm, I told my mom, I'm ready to get married. And she's like, what? I go, mom, I already, I know how to do everything except drive. <laughs> and then when I became of age to drive at 16, I'm like, now I'm really ready to get married. Although I didn't right away um, because I knew how to take care of a home. I had my own checkbook, my own account. I worked and I had my own car. So I just grew up really fast and matured and I had to take care of myself. I, you know, I think that, that I did the same thing as a, as a young guy. I was, I was telling, I was telling my children about this too, right? I have four kids of my own. My oldest is a 31 year old who's married. So I told him the same thing. I said, you know, it's weird. When I came up, there was no gardeners and there was no pool, man. That was me. I did all that. Uh, I remember actually cutting a tree in the front yard with my dad with a handsaw. We didn't have chainsaw. We just did it all with a handsaw and then took it out to the back when the trash came and picked it up. And then we, you know, at the old school trash where men actually picked up trash and threw it in the, in the dumpster, not like the machines that do it today. So it's just such a weird difference back then on, on what you you know, just how we were raised. It's just, it was just different back then. And then if you have a lot of brothers and sisters, I see the same thing. So you were the oldest daughter, right. But a middle child. Right. Right. So you had older brothers then, is that what you did? Yes. Did? Yes. I had three older brothers, me, then another brother and two sisters, and we were all athletes. And I have no idea how my mom and dad did it because we could not all fit in the same station out station wagon back then, but we were all athletes. So it was so funny to get us all together at a dining room table and then we all running to go do our sports. I don't even know how we all got around, to be honest with you, but we were all athletic athletes. My mom was a PE teacher and my dad used to be a football player. So that's how we learned from that. So what, your, what was your sport? My sport was cross country in track. 
So that type of that type of mindset, first of all, my son's a runner. So, you know, that's what he does every day. He gets up and runs. He runs like the wind. So I, I get I get what where that's going. So you feel that your tell me about the mindset it is as, on a cross country runner. Where do you hit plateaus? How do you get past plateaus? And how does that how does that go into what you do today? That's a very good question, Mark, because the fact is when you're an athlete, especially a runner, you have to have that mindset that you got to go beyond any kind of pain that you have. I remember going to states with shin splints and I had to run two miles in cross country. So can you imagine excruciating pain, every pain that you did, but I was determined I got this far. I am not giving up. So you just set your mind on going beyond that pain and going, I'm going to do this. I'm going to succeed. And I'm not only that I'm going to try to win. I did not win that year, but I placed. And so it was incredible the endurance that you have to do and the, and the plan, like it's not only just the mindset, but it's putting a plan together. I never ran a complete 26 miles, but I ran it in one day because I wanted to be good. I would have 15 miles with the team, but I said, I am going to be good at what I'm doing. And I'm going to run 10 miles before I even go to school, which is getting up at five 30 in the morning to do that. And so in a complete day, I did 26, but I never did 26 all at once. And because of that, even though cross country was two miles, I wanted to put my body through the test of enduring like I can go on beyond what I what I think I'm capable of. And it's amazing when you push yourself to it. It's like, yes, you can do that. So it's putting a plan together. It's visualizing. So I'm always everything I've done in my life. I visualize the end result. What do I want? Where do I want to go? And how can I get there? mindset and putting a plan and visualizing it. So that's powerful. Listening to what you're saying right there is definitely why you are where you are today and how you can coach because you've already formulated this as a young woman. So getting up earlier before what everybody else does and knowing that there's very few people doing what I'm doing right now, which makes you right. An elite athlete. Mm -hmm. I'm getting up doing the work before everybody else is doing it, getting up early, making things happen. Instead of, you know, wallowing in whatever kind of BS we have going on in life. But I, I really feel that that was that's that's a powerful mindset already, probably making you want a good coach. Now, it looks like you've done mostly females. Why did you dabble into uh, specializing in women? Well, I have to be honest with you, Mark. I will coach men one on one, but the majority of everything I do is women but the, the more I, I started out as a life coach and converted into a business coach, and that's another topic in itself, but I want to answer your question first before diving into that, because I believe that women know that they have a vision, they have some kind of idea of a business. Maybe it was a call that God gave them, or maybe it was something that they had gone through and they're like, you know what? I want to help more women. And they weren't being voiced and they didn't have a voice and they didn't know how to be a life, a, a world changer and an influencer. So I know that my struggle, which we will get into my message, my message, I want to help more women to be able to get out there and present their program, their vision, 
whatever they have in their heart to be able to get out there. But a lot of time they're stuck. They're paralyzed the fear. Like I'm going to fail, or maybe I'm going to be too successful. And I want to help them get out there and make that money, but also live the dream that they've always wanted, but they're stuck. And so I just felt led to work with women. And the other thing too, is I wanted that culture. So I have a membership that I have that culture where we can, we can come without makeup. We can have our kid on our lap. And I want them to just feel comfortable to come where they are because I'm going to help you get to the other side. And so I wanted that culture where women can come because usually if you put men in the room, they're like, oh, I have to have my makeup on. I have to look good. I have to get my dress. And so I wanted that culture. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> it's uh, listening to you and, and me snickering a little bit about it because that's so not how men think, right? <laughs> they did not... Uh, no. just to get us in a room to talk, uh, unless there's a football game or an MMA fight on is yes. very difficult anyway. Yes. We don't, I don't know. I'm not, you come from a Christian background. So I do too. And I, mm -hmm. and I, and I, I've always, so when I have, when I have a good female guest, that's a coach on and they specialize in females, I always ask them and there's always a major difference. Life groups in church is something I can't stand. Right. My pastor gets on me all the time <laughs> now. And it's because I said, listen, man, I'm not going to sit around a bunch of guys that I don't know and sing Kumbaya and tell you all my woes. I said, I said, it makes us feel weak and stupid. Right. <laughs> and so I said, I'm not doing it. <sighs> so he goes, so how do we, what are we going to do? And I said, let's do Bible beatdown where they come to the studio and I teach them how to fight. And we do jujitsu and we do MMA. And at the end of our life group, eight weeks, we'll get in the cage and we'll fight each other. So we'll start out working out. Then we go to the Bible. And I says, because there's something different when men bleed and beat each other a little bit, that they can open up and be vulnerable. And I can't tell you how many men have come through my system mm -hmm. uh, here at the studio. Of We call it Jesus and Jits or Bible Beatdown. It just depends on which one we're going to do. If we're going to do jujitsu for the whole time or we're going to do... Bible beatdown where we do an MMA and that's how I started uh, life groups. So I always, there's such a difference between men and women. Men have a very hard time sitting around. Now we can sit around and talk about business for sure. You know, oh, that's yeah. probably what we do the most, but not in a kumbaya setting. I can tell you that. Oh my not. gosh, Mark, let, let me, let me re put my two cents in that one. So here's the thing. This is so cool that you brought this up and it's so funny because there's a men retreat and my husband goes, I'm not going to that. I mean, this, this happened Sunday. He goes, I'm not going to that. I go, honey, we just, we just moved here. You gotta, you gotta really get to know men. He goes, oh no. I, I, and, and overnight. Oh no, I'm not doing that. I'm like, I'm not getting in touch with my feelings. And I'm like, but if men would say, if men would say, okay, you know what? We are going to help a couple homes and maybe help them rebuild. Let's all work together. And as we do it, we're talking along the way. That's men. But I want to go back to the women. The women, men can care less, but the women are, they have to feel like they have to not be better than men, but they feel like there's a status quo. Like, well, if I come with no makeup, they're going to look at me like I'm not successful or something. So there's that mindset that they right. have, that they have to have this status quo when they're in front of men. I don't know. That's just them. So. You know, is that amazing? <laughs> it is amazing. And I laugh about it every single time because it's it's like like for your like your husband saying that. Yes. I've never been on a men's retreat and I ain't going on one. I'm you not I, I'm not going in bunking with another dude for and three or four guys in a bunk. No, not happening. 
my so, god! <laughs> but that's so funny. They're joking. <laughs> they see, I think all the men they think that, but my husband goes, "No way! I'm not going." All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tell your husband. I'm right there with him. I, you know, now, so what they try and do with us is they try and put us on the outside where there's competitive stuff. Yes. Right. And then you're not going to get older guys there because you got all the young guys that are out doing all the old guys. And we're like, nah, I ain't doing that with these young bucks. No. There's nothing we have in common anyway. So it's such a, it's such a dichotomy because I've, I've seen it forever. I don't know if you know this, but I started my martial arts as a ministry. Mm. I started it in church in 1987. When I got my black belt, we started a program at Rocky peak church where I'm it's what's in the same community and it grew so large there in a couple years. And that's how I ended up. We kept the ministry and I opened up a school uh, in Chatsworth from it. So those that couldn't really afford it, we still had the ministry going on for them. And wow. that's how it all started. That's, you know, God, God, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a light in this city and always have been. And that's just always been a God thing. I've started churches in my studio. The church that we're at now started in my studio. I want you to imagine that. One of my black belts is this great pastor. His name's Justice Coleman. He has Freedom Church out here. It's his birthday. I don't know. It was eight, nine years ago. And he's like, God's called me to do a church. We've got to find a place to do it. And I said, let's just use the studio. Wow. And so that's what we started. So I I have a cage in here, right? Yeah. So the cage, we fight in on Saturdays. Saturday night, they come in and clean the blood off the mat and then decorate it for the nursery. So the cage was the nursery when we started. And then we had service on the other mat. And then believe it or not, he was able to talk to next to me was a bar at that time. Mm -hmm. He talked the owner into doing church at the bar Sunday mornings while the kids program was in my studio next door. Is that amazing? That is amazing. But you know what's so funny is, is I always wanted to do not a Bible study, but do life or church asked, you know, who wants to have a group at their home. And my husband would go, I'll have it, but we're not calling it Bible study. We're doing a good do life. And so we held it together and he would teach, I would teach, but we would have fun things and activities. We would make it fun. Like you said, have mm -hmm. a fun activity. And we'd always have a fun activity. We did that for six years and lives were changed. And that's when I was doing coaching before coaching became a coach or a thing. <laughs> well, that's right. That doesn't that set us up for everything because lives were changed here too. And it, it, you know what kind of lives were changed in my world? Men that would never go to church, but they would come to a martial arts school yeah. and learn jujitsu. And then we would hit porn addiction or mm -hmm. uh, abuse or anger issues, stuff that men really struggle with. Mm -hmm. And then when they see myself and say, hey, listen, man, I had to put myself in anger management because most type A men, mm -hmm. you know, just these are, are just like that. And if you don't have tools and we don't have ways to release it, we release it in, in an inappropriate way. Right. And so that was just, that was powerful for us. So it's, it's always good to see your side of going on mm -hmm. uh, and, and having a space for females and still, you know, letting them empower themselves. So I think it's, it's great. I think you're what you, what you have going on is, is an awesome as a coach. Let's talk about what you said. You said something earlier said, I want to talk about your story a little bit where, where it's got the, you know, your story has put you where you're at. Let's talk about that. Well, I, I was in sales for 25 years and I was good at it. I mean, when I left college, I got into sales and I'm thinking, this is easy. I mean, I literally loved it and it did come easy and was making great money. And I was at 
I was like the top salesperson in almost every company that I was at. But the last company I had been for a long time, I was there about 13 years. I knew God was stirring something inside of me, like, you know, take this certificate in health, take this certificate in leadership. And I knew it was doing that, but I had no intention on leaving because I was making six figures 17 years ago. And I had planned on staying there, but God had a different plan. And so because I would not leave and I knew he wanted me to leave, the building ended up becoming sick. And so I won't go into all that legal stuff, but I had to leave. I got tired of being sick and everybody else was. And so immediately when I did what God told me to do, the doors opened to coaching. And remember that led off to the life group that my husband and I led. And I was already mentoring and coaching couples and women and all that before I became a coach. But when I left the company, immediately the next day, all the doors opened for coaching. And I'm like, wow, I've already been doing this for years. And so I became a life coach. And I was making money, but not like I was used to. And I would go around that wilderness for three years trying to figure out how to be a successful entrepreneur, taking um, classes, programs, coaching. And I was just like, I sat one day in my bed and I go, God, why is this so hard? I know that I know that you wanted me to be a coach. And he said, I wanted you to feel the pain of women that wanted to have their message out, but didn't know how to get it out. So I'm like, okay, well, this isn't fun. Let me get beyond this. And I um, started really taking even more, getting more coaches and really helping me along the journey. And as I was becoming successful and making money, my coach says, because everybody kept asking me, how are you growing your business? How are you getting your clients? Because I was I was more networking a lot that back then. And he says, why don't you switch to business strategies and life coach? And that's where I am today of becoming a business coach. And I tell people that my mess is my message, or you can say my mess is my masterpiece because I did struggle. And now I help women with all the things that I did. I'm going to show you how to not go through the wilderness for three years and spend $80,000, $80,000 on coaches and courses. I'm going to teach you a simple, easy strategies to become the person you want to become, get your message and your program out there, make a life changing, you know, um, decisions, but also making an impact in people's lives and in the world. And that's how it started. So that's how that all started. It's not funny how you didn't leave something and and the building gets sick. <laughs> and that's gosh awful truth. Is, and of course, once I leave, about a year later, they redid the whole building, and I was like, I am not going back. <laughs> <laughs> it's already it's already set you off on another on yeah. another on another quest. Yeah. Let's talk about the the business itself. Mm-hmm. When you talk about go back to you i'm, I'm going to read this one more time here it empowers you to discover you've got online making money online and being more successful tell me about that you help well, women well the beginning part was you had said also about the uh, or the part that you had read my intro was about discovering your purpose and your why every client that i have and even whether you're into my high ticket program, or you're in my membership, I, I always have people go through the DISC assessment. 
because that's really understanding the DISC and the why assessment, because both of them, Mark, is talking about your purpose, your why, your what, but what are your strengths? What are your giftings? And what stresses you out? What motivates you out? So you can't be intentional unless you're aware of where you're at and where you want to go. So I'm helping right up first to discover who you are, who you want to help, and how do you want to help them? And a lot of times people are like, well, I have this program, and they go ahead and develop it and make it all, but they don't have their avatar. And they get stuck in their niche and their avatar of who they want to serve. So what I like to do is help people, help women, I should say, help women, and they are online entrepreneurs. So that's coaches, consultants, course creators, and service providers. And I help these women discover who they are and discover from A to Z on how to build, grow, and launch your program. And I love doing it because the light bulbs come on, their eyes get wide. They're like, oh my gosh, I thought this was going to be so hard. And when I give them the easy strategies, they're like, I can do this. I can do this. And we meet in a mastermind setting because we all know that we learn better when we're in a group because you're going to hear questions that people are asking that you maybe not have thought of, or that you're like, well, that is a good question. I can actually apply that to my business too. So it's bouncing ideas, bouncing knowledge, getting questions and asking for help. We're in a mastermind setting. So that's what I do. So you have a membership. The membership is separate from your high ticket. Yes. Let's, let's double into the membership part. What that entails. Is that more of what the mastermind sit down is? No, this, the, well, we do have mastermind settings. So the membership is for women that I had just talked to coaches, consultants, course creators, and service providers. And what I wanted, and I wanted to build a culture where we can all come together, whether you got my programs or not, we come together and I am getting them to know me like me and trust me because I'm dipping or dripping information in there from how I teach. And then also I bring experts in, in their expert industry coming in to speak, but they're not speaking to sell their stuff. They're speaking to give value to my community so they can apply it right then and there. And then we have networking every week. And then we also have other coaches that come in that will teach that I've approved of and like on social media and then um, on different topics. So that is a membership where we meet several times a week. You don't have to meet all of them, but I give you a calendar at the beginning of the month and you know exactly who's speaking, what topic, what day, what time. And it's really the same time each month. Like we have like twice a week, something. So to answer your question, it's a membership where you are connecting, you're collaborating, you're getting referrals, you're growing your business, you're getting tips, tricks, and hacks to uh, take your business to the next level. And that's what it's all about. So it's called the Prosper and Flourish Community. The Prosper and Flourish Community. So I just want to tell the listeners right now, too, just so you guys know, I will have all of Laura's contact information if you guys are hearing any, any like wow this this sounds awesome i will have all her contact information 
both on the YouTube channel, which everybody can see, which you, you'll have now. And I will also have this in audio format uh, on my my actual website that's all audio. So people that are driving and stuff can catch the replay on this. And I will have it under her description, anything that she has on how to get a hold of her or her websites and such that you guys can reach out to her just so you guys are knowing. So don't panic and try and get a pen and write everything down. I'll make sure I take care of all that uh, for you guys so that you guys can have it. You have you have a Kim's on says it's an awesome group. Oh, hi, Kim. Thank you. <laughs> yep, she's in my group. <laughs> That's good. So let's talk about let's go. Let's dabble into the book uh, a little bit. What you 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 did an anthology. Let's okay. talk about the anthology first that you did <laughs> masters of marriage. So how many, how many co-authors are in that? There are 30 one for, cause it's a devotion. So it's um, one for every day for 30 days. Oh, that's how they did it. So it's more like a, an anthology that uh, a couple can sit down and go through it together. Yeah. They, yeah. Which men <laughs> just love men just love doing that. So there's, <laughs> no, but you know what? Hey, uh, let's do a couple punches and then, okay, all right, let's do another verse. Right, couple more punches. Let's do another verse. <laughs> you know, it's so uh, it's because I've done this and I think it's what, you know, I, I, I make light of it, but there are times that if it's done right and you can kind of get into each other's mindset, but I'll tell you this, my dad has devotions with my mom every single morning. Oh, that's awesome. Every, every single morning. Right. And it's, that's what they do. And then they pray for all of us kids. They've been doing it forever in a day. It's probably why we all are, are protected because my mom makes sure of it. She's like a little prayer warrior, you know, in our whole family. And so that's what, that's what she does. So you let's talk, let's tell the audience how long you've been married. I've been married for 37 years. And I have to tell you that we pray every morning and every night together. And we have one daughter and uh, we pray over her every morning and every night. So, yes, I definitely let I'll ask you a question now that you now that you've hit that. Okay. This will be a little bit selfish, but I'm going to ask. OK, do you how old your how old your daughter? Thirty three. Thirty three. I find it even though now, of course, I went through a divorce. So there's a there's a difference that we have in our family, in our family meeting. And I raised my children. Right. right. So the kids, the, I, I, the kids were all with me. Mm-hmm. And so I raised them. And now, of course, they have a relationship with mom nowadays. But, you know, we went to church. We did all that. Mm-hmm. And I still go to church. But I have a hard time getting my kids to go to church. I find that young people have a hard time going to these building churches. Mm-hmm. And then I think that COVID took another, you know, punch to the face mm-hmm. where everything gets so easy and lazy that to be online. And do you feel that uh, even though I, I lead by example – I still go to church every Sunday. You know, I, I'm the head of security at our church. Okay. And so I'm always there. Mm-hmm. But I can get my kids there on Easter. I can get them there on Christmas Eve uh, and certain other days that I have, but I can't get it on a, on a, on a constant basis. It drives me crazy. Mm, I know. That is hard. It is hard for parents, for sure. So I don't know if you've experienced that in your you know what? It was just a foundation no. with us. It was just my husband says, you live in my household, you go to church. And it was just one of those things. But it never became a real big issue. You know, a couple more, a couple times, but not really an issue because it was just always the foundation that we put mm. down. But this is the key, Mark. 
She was an only child, not by choice. That's another whole topic in itself. So she didn't have anybody to like, oh, I don't want to go, you know, that that, right. that we had with siblings because we'd always say, oh, we have to go to church again. She didn't, <laughs> have, she didn't have any siblings to compare to. So it was just the foundation. It was our rule. And it was just that. So, but I will yeah. tell you that, it, you know, the churches that have activities and fun things for the kids to get them in there, that's the key. That's one of the keys. Well, I probably agree with that. So it's so it's such a just one one of those things, you know. Just me, uh, I ask them all the time. I try and guilt it. I could do that. My three of my kids still live at home. I could tell them. I said, get up, okay, because you're going. I don't care if you do. But then I'm forcing an issue. I'm not. I'm not making right. an issue. You know what I mean? If they don't make decisions on their own when they're adults, then right. I'm forcing it like they're children, and they're not going to get to grasp the real thing. Right. And so, I don't think it work right now anyway, to be honest with you, because there was other siblings and then, you know, like Christina was an only child. That's different than with the yeah, siblings. And then true. to do it now, it would be forcing and then you'll probably get them to rebel more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, being a single dad, I say I say this all the time. I, I, I feel for my single moms. I have a lot of single moms here, you yeah. know, and they and they bring their children to me to to kind of get that role model. You know, my son, myself and other adults males that are here to to kind of help mm -hmm. i had an easier time as a single dad than i see single moms do to be honest with you I, I say that quite often you know not that it was easy but i didn't deal with i watch how these guys get when they when especially boys when they get a little bit more rambunctious and they want to you know buck up on their mom my kids didn't even think about doing that i put them right through the wall if they did that to me you know, I wouldn't even think twice raising your voice to me or telling me no or what. I'd just be like, oh, bro, what are you, stupid? You talking <laughs> to what are you, what are you? So I just didn't, I just had an easier time. So I feel for, for females that way. Watching how you probably coach them. I'm sure you've have, you have single moms and married moms in there trying yeah. to make a life for themselves yes. and still be able to be a mom, you know, it, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's just not, it's just not an easy thing. There is something about it, the authoritative voice. There is something about the man. It, it is different. You know, oh. I've, my dad spoke, boy, you listened, you know, <laughs> you, did it, you, listened, you didn't pull around with mom. Oh man, we, we get away with maybe her doing it four times. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's so true that I'm telling you, I see it all the time, man. I can look at my son and say, don't even think about it. I oh, look yeah. at him and he, and he'd be like, Hmm. No, I'm not going to buck up on dad right now. Now, of course, I have a daughter. My 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 youngest is is she's 22. Is my she's my heart. She's the one that made me all soft and mushy. Sucks, you know. <laughs> I got to talk. Yeah, you know, I got to talk things out with her. I can't just, you know. But she's uh, getting. She's having you get in touch with your emotions. Let's put it that way. So you're both helping each other. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like doing that. I don't like getting. I don't like getting involved in that. Well, your other book. Let's talk about your other book. That's all yours. What, okay, what, what, so on my book here, the Prosperous Leader, uh, Walking in the Wisdom of God. You know, it was funny how I got started. I always wanted to write a book, and so I was in a mastermind membership, and uh, she says, "You know what? We're all going to do a devotion. It's you know they say it's the easiest. I don't know, but you know let's all do it." And so we all kind of supported each other, and I'm like, "Let's do it." And so that's how this uh, came about. So I'm always into about leadership. And so I wanted something where I'm taking the Bible, scripture from the Bible, and then I wanted to put it into aspect of leadership because I'm all about leadership. And so that I took the scripture 
And then I wrote about it in the form of looking at it in a leadership. And then at the end, there's like one or two sentences. And I have you say a prayer of yourself because I believe in the power of prayer. And then on the, on the opposite side of the page, I have an application because we all know more input doesn't mean you're going to be successful. And you're going to be smarter. You have to apply what you read and what you see. So on the second page or on the, the other side of the page is your application. And I ask different questions on every single day of the month. And I might say, you know, how did this resonate to you? What is God speaking to you through this verse? And so I would do that. And so people are telling me that they really love it because it is a 30 day devotion and it's really, you know, talking about the business and the leadership. And I want to make an impact and a difference, but I also want to see you as the leader and I want you to believe in yourself. And that's why that prayer is for you. So that's interesting. When you picked, how did you pick what what verses? Tell me your favorite one. What's your favorite one out of the book? I knew you were going to ask me. I don't even have to say it. Proverbs three five through uh, Proverbs three five through six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Why? Because if we do anything our way, it's not going to turn out great. My first season, but not in the long run. When we trust God and ask Him to show mm -hmm. us it is more prosperous and you're better off. And so I really, it's a really basic one. I have a bunch of others, but that's my one that I found that I'm founded on and who I'm known for because trust in him, he will guide you and direct you um, and seek him every day and he'll do it for you. So you knew I was going to ask that one. No, I, mean, I had a feeling, I had a feeling, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I have my favorite verse tattooed on me, right? Right here, oh. Psalms 144.1. Okay. He prepares my hands for battle and my fingers for war. So that's the difference. <laughs> yeah. And, and so uh, I just feel that uh, as a protector and what I am, I'm out there all the time. And so this is an interesting book. I, I wish I would have bought that book before we did. So what I'm, I'm going to do is I'm going to get that again. Most of you guys that are authors, I'm going to end up, <clears throat> I've bought in a few already of the other authors and I go through their book. Then I'd like to get them back on and say, okay, let's take 20 minutes and do this. Uh, let's, di let's dive in. Cause I'm going to have some questions for you. Right. It's interesting that in your book, you say that you have a way to take notes or something to that effect. Is that correct? Yes. It's actually, um, it's where they can write, uh, but I'm asking mm -hmm. the probing question because it has to do with what you just read and then I'm asking you the probing questions so then you can write on it because that's where the secret sauce is. That's where you're going to get understanding and that God will speak to you. At least that's what I'm praying when you buy that book. <laughs> well, it's, it, that's awesome. Be, the, anytime that that's well, anytime I'm at church, right. Mm -hmm. That's what's so hard about Bibles on, um, yes. on the iPad. Yes. And you can't scribble. And when you kind of look at my, my, my dad's or my mom's, you'll see all these little notes on the side and you just can't, you can't, you can't not appreciate that on what it is. And just to open it up and, and have that, have that devotion time, which I think is so great. I, I wouldn't have got through life without God, to be honest with you. I mean, it just wouldn't oh, be no. yeah. just, it just would be a very hard time for me. Mm -hmm. And luckily I know two things, you know, I, I know God is on the throne and I know I have no idea what he's about to throw at me every day. So I, I can tell <laughs> no, you that. No, not throw at you. You should say, <laughs> I don't know what he has in store for me to, you know, move forward. <laughs> so I tell everybody, listen, I'm 62 years old now. I'm, I'm very cautious on what I ask for in these days because 
if I ask for wisdom, he's going to throw a problem at me that I'm going to have to have wisdom to deal with. So uh, I better make sure that that's not um, you, you better be careful what you ask for, because you're going to get a lesson somehow. At some point, you're going to get a lesson on, on how it's so you want to have wisdom. He's going to throw a couple of problems at you. How are you going to deal with it? Oh, yes. And, you know, so, one thing I did was, Mark, is I prayed for patience. Didn't know at the time that you never pray for patience because he puts you through the fire. And um, I went through the fire. I actually went to a small little church. They didn't know me. And he goes, you, picks me out of the crowd. He goes, you've been through the fire. And I'm like, me? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And I prayed for patience at the time. So I will never pray for patience ever again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Uh, you, you know looking forward to seeing uh seeing our lord one day and just go you got a sense of humor you got a sense of humor yeah that's why you made humans just probably so you can laugh at us and have a good time at your at, <laughs> at, just like we laugh at our own children i'm sure he does it at us saying let's see let's see what they got we're standing up and going how long are you gonna do Try to do it your way you know <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly true so true so that's great. I want to make sure that we have that out there. And do you have other books on the horizon or what? Yes, I do. And I'm trying to seek God for the name. It's going to be more of, um, I have two more on the horizon. I'm going to do an anthology. So if you're interested in doing an anthology with me, it's going to be, um, I don't know which one's going to be what, if it's going to be together, but I have a small course on how to hear God's voice because I wanted to hear God's voice. We all hear God's voice through so many different ways, but I wanted to hear his voice every time I talked to him. And so I want to write a book about that, but I also want to write another book about um, leadership and how you, how you became who you are today. And so your trials and tribulations. So I don't know how that's going to work out. So this is similar of what I want to talk about. I just don't know the name of it or anything. It's just the last two weeks, every single one of my friends going, where are you, when's your, your next book coming out? And so I'm actually, I'm got some ideas, but I don't have it all down written. So that's best I can do for an answer. So you're, so talk, talk to me about, do you have uh, some speaking engagements? Do you get to go out and do, do you go speak? Do you go to uh, outside of, do you go into businesses and speak at all? Tell me if you have that type of a business or not. Okay, that's good. Um, actually, I haven't done a lot of speaking this last 10 months because my husband and I built our dream home ourselves. And so we're very excited that it's 99.9 .9 done. But um, in 2020, I spoke a lot. And so I did speak on some stages. So women's would have conferences or summits, but most of it was virtual. And so um, I have spoken on international TV shows, things like that. So um, yeah. So when anybody wants a speaker, uh, that's what I do. Um, whether it be virtual or on stage. So the last, to answer your question last year, I haven't been on too many stages, but been doing a lot of virtual stuff. So you've been on some TV stuff. Let's talk about that. Who, who's reached out to you? Uh, was it TV and radio? I think you said, so who's reached out to you in this, in this world? Okay, so um, there was one in another country, and I think it was Uganda, and he wanted me to speak on his, it was for um, youth, but he wanted to speak on leadership. And so I spoke on that, um, and that was a TV uh, show. And then there was a radio um, when I lived in Florida, and she had me speak on her radio about um about God and about how to hear God's voice. I spoke on that. And then um, I've spoken on communication. And then I also spoke on 
uh, health in on ABC Action News in Tampa. So that was pretty cool. And that was pretty cool going behind the scenes and seeing all the cameras and all that kind of good stuff. So spoke a lot about um, how it's a mindset on health and food. So that's what I talked on that. But that was like way back then when I was doing a lot of that life coaching and health. But mostly now it's all about you know, your mindset. It's all about how to incorporate, not incorporate, but put God first and all about the strategies and the formulas that it doesn't have to be complicated. People make it complicated on how to make money online. There is an easy way and it's really setting up your systems and your strategies, like your funnels and stuff. And that's what I've been talking a lot about lately. Yeah. I think that's interesting on when, and so when you say helping women and have their business online are you talking about coaching programs or something that uh, a membership programs what what exactly is your niche that you're that you're helping with my niche is may is really getting crystal clear of who you are like are you a leadership coach are you a health coach what are you um do you are you consultant what is that and then going from there to who are who is your avatar? Because I can tell you right now that 90% everybody says, I ask them, who do you help? And Mark, you know what they say? Oh, I help everybody. I'm like, no, 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 no. The riches are in the niches. And the more niche that you get, the more you're going to get business. Because people are going to start to say, oh, my gosh, they get me. They understand me. They're reading my mind. They're reading my diary. That's when you know. So you got to know. Who are they? What is their biggest fear? What are they? Um, what's their obstacle, their struggle? What keeps them up at night? Where do they shop? Are they married? Do they have kids? When you get very narrow and you can answer all those questions and you know who your avatar is, and then going from there to your messaging, to your copyright. All right, what does your message look like when you put it out there on social media? Because I teach you organically how to grow. So it's getting those things in line first. And now let's go ahead and set up what is the name of your program? What are you going to charge? How long is it going to be? And then how do you launch it? So it's from A to Z on really taking you from whether you're a consultant or it's mainly the coaches, consultants, and course creators, to be honest with you. My service providers are in my uh, membership. <laughs> so those three mm -hmm. is, um, so then we talk about, because I do the DISC and the Y mark, then it's like, because people are like, well, I don't know if I want to do a membership or if I want to do a course, or if I want to do a hybrid course, or if I want to just do masterminds. But when you really know what your strengths are and what motivates you and what stresses you out and what's your why, then you're going to be able to understand better what program is going to be better for you. Because so many people say, I'm going to start a membership and they're burned out in six months and they close it down. Well, if they would have known ahead of time, then they would be so much further ahead and they wouldn't have to start all over. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. It, it, it definitely makes sense on what you're, you're saying there. Cause I see that. So you have this realm of if you got a coaching business and I find that in the communities I'm in, there's so many people that say they're coaches. Right. right? And so it's always hard how to dial into this, this coaching sphere and how do you get a little piece of it and how do people get, get drawn to it to, for you? And I would imagine that's what you're talking about. That's what you're going to help people with as far as uh, their, their ability and the course creation. 
That's interesting to me, too, that you're talking about somebody that's going to create a course online. You can pay, I guess, a, a fee to go through the course. Right. Is that correct? Is that right. what that that looks like? Yes. I mean, I want them to make um, 10, you know, $15,000 a month. I, I want them to make that. That's my goal is for them to make money. Some of them have been around for three years and they're just not making that money and they're stuck because they don't have their systems in place. They don't have their funnels in place. And so that's what I want to help them with. Um, so they're just missing a piece. They're missing a component or they just don't know. Sometimes you hire a coach because you just don't know what you don't know. And a lot of times they don't like, oh, I've got this program. And then I'm like, okay, for how long? And what's the transformation you want them to have? You know, those are the, the pieces that they're just not getting. So that's yeah, that's so good. That's that's really interesting. I've had a lot of coaches on and kind of listen to you how to break that down a little bit is interesting to me on how to make how to well the, here's the thing. I can tell you this that coaches are really important. It doesn't really matter what what it is. If you want to be a better speaker, you got to get a coach that's going to help you through that, or you need to have a program. Mm -hmm. And I spoke on this myself because I personally that's where that's in my in my arena, I still get on the mat and I still teach and I do because that's, that's what I love to do. And I still get on the mat with my young bucks and let them beat up on the old man these days, but you know, including my own kid. And I like that. I like that. I like the feeling of that because it kind of cleanses me. It's a weird thing in, in, in my world that, that just helps me break a sweat, get choked a little bit, get punched in the face. And I feel good for the day. Right. It's weird. Guys are weird that way. But on the same token, <laughs> uh, right, I, I I have a lot of experience. I have a lot of wisdom in my years of doing this. And that's why I wrote my book, Beyond the Mat, the lessons that I've learned beyond this mat and how I take it out into the real world. And and is there a mindset just like you have as an, as an athlete? Uh, mm -hmm. Is there a mindset that happens when somebody is when when you you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable? And can I get into when I'm being smashed and. Am I going to figure a way out or am I just going to tap out? What kind of mindset am I going to have? And I think that's really important that you have that. And so I've always thought it, this is my next thing is I want to be on bigger stages and bigger, bigger keynote speaking on mindset, especially mm -hmm. because I feel that that is my forte, mm -hmm. but I needed to have a coach. And I went and did these speaker competitions and I never won. I never won first place. I won second, third, you know, I was the first and second loser all the time. It just drove me crazy as competitive as I am. And so I went and found Toastmasters and I flourish in there because it has helped me understand how to formulate things and get feedback, real feedback. Hey, you, this was good. This I would add this. I don't do this. Watch your ums, so's and buts and all this other kind of stuff that that happens with it. And it's just made me a better podcaster and it's just made me a better entrepreneur. And that that's the next thing. But right. I say all that to say this is that coaching is so important. And hearing that you can take somebody that wants to do the coaching coach I guess that's what you have, right? I guess if they're going to look at your success, what would your success be? Is it your your online business on your online coaching business? What do you have that they get to follow? Is that where your niche is, is your online coaching business? Yeah, my niche is, is helping them to build their program, launch it, and make money. And that's what I want them to do. I've become, and a lot of it has to do with scriptures 
It also has to do with mindset. It has to do with your goals. It has to do with your morning and evening routine and uh, your habits. Mm -hmm. What do your habits look like? You know, people make excuses. Stop excusing and make a way to seem, you know, that you can do. Uh, what's my saying? Stop making excuses and make a way to get it done. That's my little saying that I love mm -hmm. to do. Um, but everybody has a mess and usually that mess ends up being your message, to be honest with you. If you really, if you took a bunch of coaches and you interviewed 50 of them, most of the time they're going to be coaching something that they already went through. But what I, what my expertise is, is helping them to get their program started, launched and make money online. Cause that's what I have. And I am successful even with the real estate that I've done that we never even talked about and that's okay but it's because of the mindset I had a vision and I knew that I wanted to have a house I knew I wanted to um to have several houses um and I wanted to be able to make money doing real estate and us doing it ourselves I know there's all different ways you can make money on real estate but that's how we made you know tons of money on that so I hope that answers your question. Well, it does answer. I can tell you this, Laura, based on what you told me from the beginning, mm -hmm. it, you you being the elite athlete that you were and you already had a mindset, you already had this morning and afternoon or, or evening routine already set as a young person mm -hmm. that's never wavered. And then you go into, I'm sure that you ran and so you had competitions. And so competition, I tell everybody, competition kind of sharpens the sword, right? And in my competition days, this is what happened. You know, I was a world champion for a long time in the 90s. And it was never my wins that refined me. It was my losses that defined me. Right. Right. And so that is where I grew the most in the most uncomfortable part of my this. So it does not. It does not surprise me at all to hear, Laura, that you are. Being able to take somebody as a whole person because that's what you've been for your entire life. And then whatever, right, whatever failures or whatever you want to call them in your life is what has sharpened your sword in order to to make it, uh, you know, be successful. Whether it's the, you know, let's uh, so well, even in real estate, right? Right. Does, re does anything really change when you put your principles in line? I say this in martial arts all the time. It's not techniques, it's principles. If you adhere yeah. to the principles, it's not like, oh, someone's choking me. You got to do this technique. No, no, no. What's the principles? The principles are what? Right. Not to get choked out. Okay. And then you address the danger. That's, I mean, that's in, in simple terms for me. Well, that's the same thing in what you're doing. Right. Correct. Yes. This is, is I, I do, I, this does not surprise me at all that you've already been uh, an, an elite elite athlete already has a mindset of I don't quit no. and you put it in front of me. There's going to be two things that's happened. I'm going to uh, break through, mm -hmm. uh, run around it and I'm going to get through it. One of the things is going to happen. So it doesn't surprise me at all that you're, that you're, that you have that type of coaching business and that's what's helped you. Now you said it, as far as your real estate goes, that's what you you and your husband decided to do things your your own way in that also and has that not mindset been the same thing as turned over a profit, correct? Totally. It's I mean, it, the, like I said, the first thing is what what's your vision? What's your end result that you want? Okay, let's say someone I, I want to make six figures. Okay, let's break it down. A lot of people don't even know this. First of all, they don't even know how much they want to make. So how much do you want to make? All right? And so let's break it down. How much is that in a month? How much is that in a week? 
How much is that in a day? So let's have that vision or I want to leave a legacy and I want to, I want to help 5,000 women to make six figures. Okay. So let's break that down. So that's vision, put a plan together. Now let's talk about your habits, your mindset, your strategies and your formulas of how you're going to do that. And so many people, whether it be women or men, they don't have that. They just like, oh, I just want to make money or, oh, I just want to be a coach. Okay, well, all right, well, how are you going to measure that? So you have to be able to measure that. And so how do you do that? And so from, from the very beginning, we started with real estate, doing real estate. Well, we've always done real estate while I've been a coach and doing all the stuff that I've been doing. But um, it's just, you know, having that plan of what we wanted and writing it down, you know, has a Becca, tutu, write it down, make a plan, make a vision, vision, and then write the plan down. But um, it's, it's all those components that makes you who you are today. But so many people wing it. Oh, and then when they fail, they give up. Or they're like, they make excuses, you know, and complain. Well, my parents had to work two jobs and I had to be step in and do pretty much the mother. So I found a way to always succeed. I found a way to overcome. I found a way to overcome failures and obstacles. And I am who I am today because I didn't give up when everybody else would give up or when everybody says you can't do it. I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to do it. That's what I do in my program is all these components to make you who you are today and get out the program that you want to get that's in your heart or that you have an idea for. So. so that's awesome. So let's just, you know, as we, as we start to wrap up towards the end. So let's say that we have, you know, my audience is listening to this and we've got some people on replay now and they're like, man, this Laura's psyching me out. Okay. She's like getting me all fired up. Cause that's what you're doing. I like that kind of stuff. You know, it gets me all, gets me all, you know, ready to go punch something. <laughs> So, you know, go break through the, the world. Now, if you we have listeners now listening today and you have a certain person that that you're looking for that needs help. What would you tell what would you tell our young ladies that are out there today, young and older ladies out there today that, hey, you still have an opportunity to be who you want to be. Let's say I'm gonna, I want you to direct yourself right out to the ones that you would look for not only as clients, but maybe part of your membership where you, they can come together with some other like-minded people and be able to flourish in that, in, in what they want. So I'm going to let you hold the floor with that and let you go. Okay. Awesome. All right. You know that you have an idea in your mind. You know that you have a product or you have an idea of a program that you want to get out and you want to make a difference, you want to leave a legacy, you want to help change lives and make a difference in your life, then contact me because I want to do a strategy call with you and I want to help you begin that journey of becoming that prosperous leader <laughs> that you mm -hmm. are. So whether you have an idea or whether you already have something, but you want to collaborate and be in an environment and a culture of leaders and world changers and game changers, and you want to collaborate and you want to grow your business even faster, then this is the community that you want to belong to as my membership, because there are high level entrepreneurs in there and they want to meet you. So they can collaborate and build business and build relationships and connections because I have, I teach people how to do the referral and how to do the affiliate, then contact me 
Uh, can I give my information on how they do Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Give it out and we'll so have it out there for free. The best way to reach me is Laura at Laura White 360 worldwide.com. Laura at Laura White 360.com. I am an open book. I share everything. So I am here to help you share whatever you need, whatever you're going through. Cause we all struggle. We all fail, but we pick ourselves up and how we go through that failure as what we are today. Meaning, are you going to stay stuck? Or are you going to get up and say, I'm going to push through, face my fears and get it done. That's who I'm all about. That's so awesome. Laura, a extremely uh, motivation, uh, motivational person. I've enjoyed this. You know, you're, you're, you're just like my cup of tea. Uh, as as far as uh, motivation goes and, and breaking through things and not having excuses. If you're out there listening, I would encourage you guys to go go seek her out. I'll have all the information. And for your for the listeners that are out there, I will have the audio portion of this done before end of day. Today, it'll be up online, Laura. You'll be able to share it off as soon as I get, get a little bit of the editing done, and you'll be able to share this with, with your audience. This was powerful, powerful hour. It, you know, fun, you know, if you're laughing, that's part of me. Cause that's just, yeah. I love making people laugh, making, making new friends, but it's, we laughed and almost had me tears there for a while, but I'm laughing <laughs> <laughs> and it has been, it's been awesome. Mark, thank you so much. You're an awesome, awesome, a leader. That's for sure. So I really, yes, I so enjoyed this. I think now, are you part of the CLA also or not? Are you? Yes, in I that? yes. I'm one of the founders. So, no. so you and I are, you, you and I have been in there since the beginning of the time yeah. then, right? Yeah. I was just talking to Jose this morning about that. And I said, you know, I've gotten so many awesome guests out of that CLA yeah. that it is, is expanded me as, as a person mm -hmm. being to get to interview you guys, these powerful leaderships, like leaders like yourself, and I've had a lot of strong females on my show. Uh, it's it's uh, amazing how many just I've had so much fun with some strong female leaders out there, which I think is great because I encourage my young females here. Hey, mm -hmm. you need to go listen to this podcast. Listen to this. Listen to what she's talking about. Right. And because your mindset is the same thing as a, a as a fighter's mindset, just so you know. Right. You get in there, you get after it. You don't make excuses. Shut the frick up and go do what you're going to do. Right. <laughs> uh, <Quick> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it's just been awesome, man. I, I've just totally enjoyed the hour. I look forward to uh, another one. I'm going to get your book today. I'm going to order that book today. Okay. And then once we, once I have it, I'd like to probably get you back on. Okay. Oh, hold on a second. Tina's on here now. Look at there's Who's Tina. Tina. Have you not oh. met Tina? <laughs> she now did she she was just on i think it was last week with me no the week before last she was oh, yes, with me yes yes, yes yeah yes. she was good too man she's yes. you're hmm. awesome tina you're awesome <laughs> yeah i just got these powerhouse women uh oh but can i say this too i want to say this mark when you had just talked about that you we are both in a membership just like i have jose's awesome he's phenomenal but i look at the collaboration the partnership the speakers that you get that's what mm. I'm talking about. It will take Correct. your business to another whole level when you join a membership. Totally agree. Yeah, I that's yes, I think that's that's just a hundred percent true. Because it, it it has me. It's it's brought me. It's right. made matter of fact. It's made my uh, podcast flourish. Yes. Because yeah. you know I did a lot of martial artists, and the martial artists are great, and and I love them because they're my world. Mm -hmm. But there's I, you need to have some outside perspective in coaching because you need that as a martial arts instructor. 
You can't just, you know, teach the, the you know, if you're going to get in somebody's mind and head, you've got to have some coaches that say, hey, this is what I've done. This is where I've learned yes. certain things like that. And uh, I just really enjoyed, just really enjoyed my hour with you. So you with that back. being said, yeah, that's right. With that being said, we will uh, end it here and I will be on the other side of this outro. So if you want to just hold on one second, we got 44 seconds outro. I want to say thank you to Laura next week. We got some more powerhouses back on the show. We got Dr. Rob coming on and we've got Nika is it Nico coming on? I think Nico's coming on next week. We've got some powerhouse people. He was a lieutenant colonel in the in the army, so looking forward to seeing what his uh, leadership looks like. So have an awesome day. Thank you so much for showing up with us, Laura. Just an awesome, awesome, awesome person. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, and coming at it from a real angle. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on 